two words to describe Tracy Mitchell are brave and resilient. Tracy's genuine bravery shines through in every piece of wisdom she shares with us on this show. And she's resilient. As Tracy says, she's had a rough life. Her life has been a testament to being resilient with God guiding her all along the way. You're gonna love our conversation. Here we go. Tracy Mitchell. She's an author, a speaker, and a show host. We're so excited to have you here. I know that you have so much to share, so thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you for hosting me today. This is amazing. It's good. I remember the first time we met. Oh, well. And we came to an event, and you were there. One of our friends, Thelma Wells, Mm -hmm. Mama T, brought us to the event, and um, you were sharing the message that night. Uh, and you got up there and I was like, wow, I didn't know women preach like this. I was like, you're, you're authoritative, you're powerful. And I remember what you talked about. And it was it was such a powerful message. And I remember that you um, were kind of like, you know what? Some people think that women can't preach like, <laughs> like this, but we can. Oh, well. And so I wanna talk about that a little bit. Sure. And then after, we got done listening to your message and we're meeting everyone. You came up to me with a box and you're like, here, have all of this stuff. You can have the book, you can have the devotional, well, you can have the necklace. And everybody has said about you, like you're so generous, you're so kind, you're so giving and and yet powerful and authoritative and such a preacher of the word of God. The, the things you post on social media is so powerful. Like I could go on and on. I think you do such a great job at what you do. Thank, Thank you, you for like so truly living for the Lord. Thank you. It's an honor. I don't, I, I don't know that, that that all of that's true, but yes. you know what? It was. I remember meeting you as well. You're sweet. I can't can, uh, tell you what I preach, but you know what? I, I love authentic word. Yeah. And I love women who are authentic in their engagement yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I also remember um, I went to another conference and you were speaking, and you were talking about writing, mm-hmm. becoming brave. Well, I think you were just write, talking about writing in general. Yeah. But one of the things that you said is that you spend a lot of time writing the book. And I think you made the comment something like, I spend one to two hours per page writing (laughs) every one of these these pages in this book because that's how important it is to you. And I'm telling our listeners right now, if you haven't read Becoming Mm. Brave, let me, uh, I wanna read the full title, Becoming Brave, How to Think Big, Dream Wildly, and Live Fear-Free. So if you wanna be brave, if you wanna think big, if you wanna dream wildly, and you wanna live fear-free, this is the book. I read it in like less than 48 hours. I wow. think it was so well done. Um, liter- just the way you write is so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. You know, uh, it, it's interesting that subtitle you mentioned, how to think big, dream wildly and live for free. Yeah. The majority of us think to to have, to have live this audacious life, like yeah. to live this brave, courageous, I like the term moxie type yeah. of life, that you have to eradicate fear first. Yeah. And I found that that's totally not true. Yeah. And so therefore in the subtitle, I put it in a different order than most people might expect. Instead of saying, hey, yeah. live fear free first, right? Because most of us can't eradicate all the fear. Yeah. I said, if you'll just begin to think big first, yeah. think big first, good. dream wildly, 
more than likely we'll find that all of those fears slowly ebb away as we just consistently think big yeah. and dream wild, audacious dreams. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, I didn't think about the fact, why did you put it in that order? So that's yeah. good to think through. That yeah. makes a lot of because sense. Because fear is a big hurdle for a lot of people. And yeah. it's, it's a slow process. It's not always, fear isn't always eradicated in 24 hours in one day. Yeah. And so I think just having that bigger picture, that bigger mindset, allowing yeah. God to give us dreams when we're still maybe in that in that fear mode or where, where we can't see how God will even ever piece it together. Yeah. It's so important just to slowly begin to think big, even on a small level every single day. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so... How did you land on writing this book? I mean, you could write on so many things. <laughs> yeah, actually my publisher asked me about about the topic and it was so strange because I thought that I I was perfectly brave. I thought, you know what? I've had I've had a rough life so to speak. And so I'm pretty strong. I I like to think of myself as resilient. If you were to ask what Mm -hmm. one positive characteristics, I would say, hey, I'm just resilient kind of person. I'm kind of brave, courageous. That would be the one takeaway. And then when I sat down to write this, I had a series of not one, not two, not three, but five serious life altering events in 28 days. And those all happened when I sat down to write Becoming Brave. And so even with that, God had to strip away any any part of my life that was less authentic than what I imagined. He took away the mindset of what I thought was brave. He stripped all of that back and he began to show me what it's like through his lens to live a truly authentic, brave, courageous life. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But I never Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, I never it's expected so to be blindsided by five. I mean, one included a murder plot. I mean, let's be real. These aren't things that you're going to get over in a day, a week or a month, um, but yeah. serious life altering things. And so when you read Becoming Brave, you're not reading it from head knowledge. Yeah. You know, it was from someone who was bearing their soul in that season. Yeah, it's good. Good. Um, Audience, if you're wondering what all that noise is in the background, we actually are at NRB Live uh, 2021, and there's a lot of people coming and going, which is pretty cool. I mean, it allows us to meet in person. It is. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you hear the background noise, that's what that is. Okay, so you're on a mission to find and develop Mm -hmm. truly brave women. I think that that's so good. And not just imposter brave women. Like, it's so funny, like, Oh, I'm brave, but I'm an imposter brave because yes. then I go home and I am not. So what does that mean? Like, how do we actually do that? Yeah, I think we talked about that in the book, you know, that every day just putting your and I hate to say it sounds cliche, but to be your to be your authentic self every day. And yeah. if that means that you show equal part courage and equal part vulnerability yeah. then to do that, but not to be divisive and have two different personalities yeah. to where your family sees you one way and the world sees you another way because that erodes at our self-confidence ultimately. When life gets hard, it helps to know you're not alone. If you or someone you care about is battling anxiety or depression or loneliness, our comprehensive collection of classes and resources cover more than 100 topics like these. All of our classes are based on biblical truth, giving you hope beyond what the world has to offer. Sign up to watch the Women of Faith collection of classes at Liftable TV and start moving toward the freedom you crave. We envision a world transformed by women living victoriously with Him. 
we prepare our kids to be able to speak up what they, for what they believe in. God wants to provide for us all the wisdom and the knowledge that we need. He wants you to have a group of friends. He wants you to feel like you belong. He wants you to be in community because we're made for relationship. Watch over 80 diverse Christian programs, including the Women of Faith show and classes on Liftable. You know, one of the things I've prayed for a lot is that like what I do in private, mm -hmm. like if that was put on TV, yes. would that be okay? <laughs> right. Really, if, no. if somebody was falling, which, you know, it's not about, and I think that this is the mm -hmm. thing, it's not being an imposter, it's being yes. authentic in it. Yes. Um, and it's having the right motive in it. But mm -hmm. if, if a TV camera was following me around in my private life, would it match up to what I say on this stage? Yeah, I think the wow. good thing is with every decade, we get a little more comfortable with that. Yeah. You yeah. know, in our 20s, um, even early 30s, it's like two separate worlds. Here's, you know, Instagram right. me and here's real world yeah. me. And I think with age and maturity and just our spiritual depth of our spiritual walk, um, that that becomes an easier thing to pair together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. you say in the book, it says, um, your response to unexpected crisis will determine whether you sink beneath or rise above the waves of chaos. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really want you to talk about this. The truth is crisis reveals who we are. So what all does this mean? And how do we choose to rise above the waves of chaos? Yeah, you know, that model of being a super human, super wife, super mom, um, superhero, really. Right. I mean, we right. have that pushed from the time that we're little girls, especially, you know, with modern day filmology. I mean, we're, we're inundated with that, you yeah. know, here, be super girl. Right. And no one really evolves into that type of life overnight, yeah. but it's incremental. It's right. day by day. You know, a lot of times women aren't brave because they choose to be, but life gives them no other mm, options. That's so good. Um, again, you know, people, how did you choose? to? I didn't choose to be brave. Are you kidding me? Life threw me a bunch of mess. And I literally had to step back and say, is this going to bury me alive? Or is God going to equip me? So you way? have a choice. You have a choice every single moment. Yeah. And it's good. easy to hit the tap out button. It's easy to go hide behind the covers, to pull the blanket up, but it doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't help our spiritual walk and it doesn't help those who are living in our household learn how to grow their faith in a deep and authentic way yeah it's good mm. you also say how to react when the world throws a dagger at our backs <laughs> determines whether we will become victims or survivors and yeah. thrivers will we buckle understand um, understand the pressure or will we pick up our swords and fight for our joy peace <laughs> family's future okay yeah. we know we want to be thrivers we know how do we pick up our shirts? Like, what does that mean? Because I think right. some people may not even know what that means. Sure. So explain that to us. You know, picking up our sword, I mean, it goes, a, a Christian phraseology, that's, you know, a term that we pair together with picking up the word of God, you know, with, with picking up spiritual application yep. and somehow pairing that together with our lives. But I know for, for me personally, that every day that the first thing I do is wake up and submit that day to Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't look at my, oh, here's my uh, overwhelming to-do list. And here's the ways that, you know, I, I want to, you know, kick tail today, you know, yeah. be a CEO, be an executive, yeah. be a super mom, right. all of that, but literally submitting that day, you know, and going, That's God, so okay, good. here are my plans, but what's yours? Right. And let me, let me elevate your plans slightly above my plans and good. hopefully that they mesh at some point, yeah. you know, and picking up the word of God and saying, here's what the world says about my life. 
you know, laying that aside, laying aside whatever is on the news broadcast that day, putting it aside and picking up this Bible and going, yeah. okay, God, while the world is saying that, what are you saying? So good. Am I believing it? Most importantly, it's one thing to know the word of God. It's another thing to live out that word for ourselves. Yeah. You talk about Wonder Woman's Diana's flashing blade. Tell us about sword. that. Our our sword is God's word and we must never let go of us of it. So tell us like bring that together for us because I thought that was so good. And yes. it's funny because I just watched Wonder Woman the uh, other day. Yes. For whatever reason, yes. I pulled it up and and, and then I was rereading for yes. I'm like, oh there it is. There's yeah. the quote that you said. Yeah, no, I was actually I'd I been preaching in Vancouver, Canada, and so I was trapped on like this five hour flight and they were showing <laughs> Wonder Woman. I wouldn't have chosen it either. Yeah. Glad I did. <laughs> and uh, one part that uh, illuminated I think in the book and paired it together was where she's walking down um in, in this beautiful English attired yeah. outfit yeah. and underneath it she has this blazing like six foot sword strapped to her yeah. waist and the guy that she's walking with sees it and he's like what are you doing walking around that sword strapped and she yeah. said you're never fully dressed unless you leave home with your yeah. sword yeah. and that really resonated with me how many times do we you know, dress up the external part of us, but we leave the house without our yeah. sword. We're not equipped for the day. Yeah. We don't have God's knowledge, his perspective, his viewpoint. Yeah. And so we wonder why we stumble and fall yeah. or why the enemy sneaks up on us and disarms us, yeah. right? Well, it's our offensive weapon. Yes. A lot of our weapons aren't mm -hmm. offensive, but yes. it is our offensive weapon. Mm -hmm. I think we have to remember that yes. we have something to defend ourselves with at all times. Yes. And that's what we have to remember. Um, you talk about a victorious life is mm -hmm. not stumbled upon, it is cultivated. Yes. And I love that because mm -hmm. one of the things with this show that our hope and desire is to understand yes. is that we can all have struggles. You talked about your trials. You yes. you know, you, you've had so many things go on in your life yeah. and yet you've decided to overcome them. You've decided to be resilient. You've yes. decided to be brave. Mm -hmm. And it is a choice. We've talked about this, but we want people to live victoriously in Christ, yeah. to be um, with him and choosing to walk victoriously. Because the reality is it isn't like we're trying to find victory. If we're yes. walking with Jesus, mm -hmm. we actually come from victory yes. because he is victory, right? <laughs> right. So he is in us mm -hmm. and that is who we are. Yeah. Um, so I just love that. You say, choose to be bold, brave, fearless when everything in you wants to cower in defeat. Yeah. So, Again, you, you say you can like go cover up in the covers or <laughs> yeah. you can live a trace. Like, like, yes. How do we do that though? You know, I think it's, I think number one, we have to be, be authentic and, and I keep using that word, but it keeps resonating so much with me yeah. that when we, when we bear our souls and we look in the mirror every day, we know who we are, yeah. right? So we have to really tapping into that, knowing who we are yeah. and evaluating how, how can I allow the Holy Spirit? How can I let allow God to shift where I am, yeah. deepen me in such a way that when I leave the house today, like you said, I am fully equipped for what is yeah. said in front of me. Yeah. I mean, I am fully equipped, not partially uncovered, yeah. but fully equipped to face every day. And again, yeah. it is a choice. I'll say that over and over, right. but it is daily a choice, not once a month, not when we feel it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't live life according to my feelings. If I did, I would never, I would never leave home. Right. You know, exactly. Right. So how do we, you know, help us understand what that really means, because I know it's yeah. happened in my life, yeah. but for somebody who hasn't seen the transformation happen, like yes. people say they believe, okay, I have Jesus in my life, yes. but how do I make it believe? And again, 
remember audience this is nrb 2021 like it is loud in here um so this is just the fun that we get to experience today but just share with us how Mm -hmm. do we do that well i will say from my personal experience um that the word is the only thing that has given me a sound mind that has really kept me alive. I can't imagine the portrait of my life were yeah. it not for the Word of God. I encountered the Word of God when I when I was six. We were in a small, I don't even know why my mother let this person into my house, but he walked in and he had this little book and he began to flip through it and began to talk about this man who would never leave us, never forsake us, who was a father and I was a fatherless child. Yeah. And so I asked him for a copy of that book. And from the time that I was seven, yeah. I began to read the Bible 30 minutes a day, every single day. Wow. And from that point, I can't say that my life was any any different than any other traumatic childhood situation. But I can say because I consistently put the Word of God in me, that it probably kept me out of prison. I would have probably been on my 10th <laughs> marriage. There's yeah. no telling where my life so would good. be without the Word of God. And so it was the anchor. It was a stabilizer. It was the only thing good that I had in my life for the first 20 years of my life. Yeah. You know, it's the pivot change for life. Yeah. You talk a lot about the enemy, Mm -hmm. Satan, the devil. I think a lot of people like want to just say the enemy and and we do say that a lot, but that's who it is. And it seems like a lot of people don't want to talk about that. What's his role in all of this? What's his role in all of this? You know, that's the age-old question. If if God (laughs) is good, then why is there a devil? Why is there an enemy? And um, I like to think that his role, I never give him credit. I never give him more credit than God. And I never give the enemy of our soul undue attention, right? I never, uh, a lot of people, you say, oh, that's just the enemy in my life, or it's just the devil causing pain or dysfunction, when nine times out of ten, the enemy didn't do it, our own flesh set up for evil situations. Yeah. But I don't I don't dismiss um, the adversary's role. We talk about that in becoming brave um, systematically. How do how do we wage this war yeah. between good and evil? Yeah. How do we fight this good fight of faith between Christian Christianity, what we what we believe, and how do we in this culture not lose sight of that? And so again, we give systematic answers and, and it's it's a lot to break that question down. You know, what is the enemy? How do you handle him? But in becoming brave, we, we talk about that. Yeah. You know, we talk about things about betrayal, yeah. adversaries, enemies yeah. um, in all shapes and forms. And that's why I want our audience mm-hmm. to read the book because yes. I think you do break it down. You yes. do help us understand. And you give story, uh, there's story after yeah. story. I love yeah. how you shared, and it's not just stories of your life. It yes. is oh, yeah. so, <laughs> well, tell me, what was that reaction? No, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I really, as an author, try, um, I people, you know, I, I tell my writers that no one really wants to read about your life unless you're a celebrity or an ex-dead president. And so <laughs> I really, in my, in my own work, you know, I try to, you know, pepper it with about 10% personal stories. But there are 90% of other stories that culture, other people that I know, society, um, and infusing those stories because they are so powerful. And so this book, people say, is this book really about you? Not really. I'm infused in that book. Yeah, there's not a lot about you. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's good because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to talk about this topic and you're going to find the best story of people that you've heard of or Uh friends or whatever. Yes. And you do such a good job of it. Thank you. Okay, another thing that you talk about is approval and expectations. If you're longing for approval, don't look around, look up. Yes. Amen yes. to that. And I think in this world right mm-hmm. now, people are looking for approval. Yeah. 
um, on social media yes. by um, wearing the things that they're wearing, you know, yeah. especially women today. Yes. It's always about look at me. Mm. Um, so how do you get your approval? Like, what does that actually look like from um, we want the approval mm. of God? Like, how do we gain approval from God and yeah. and not from man? Yeah, and that, and that, like you said, I'll, I'll give voice to that, that in this culture, it's exceedingly hard because we're looking we're looking horizontally and we're not acting in a vertical way. Yeah. So there's chronic comparison yeah. between our, our comparison between women, especially the enemy has pitted us against each other yeah. in, a, in a competitive comparison type of way. Yeah. And uh, society has boxed us in that trap that we have to look better. We have to sound better. We have to be more intellectual than the next person. Yeah. And so, I mean, in the, and again, in your 20s and 30s, that's easy to fall into. But the older that we, we get, we find that true, there's a, there's approval, there's affirmation and validation. Mm. And I don't have time today to break down all three of those yeah. things, but those three things can only be found in our identity in Christ. Yeah. And we can try to, to shove and stuff that hole full of everything else, social media likes, um, whatever society is offering us. But the truth is we will never find affirmation, validation and approval genuine approval yeah. from anyone other than God. Yeah. And so every day, my my goal in life is not to run up numbers on social media, yeah. but stepping back and saying, okay, God, did I, do you approve of me today? Yeah. Yeah. Did I do what you asked me to do? And are you, when you look at your daughter in the earth, are you proud of who I am? Yeah, it's good. You know, and it's that's good. not easy. Yeah. I know you travel all the time. Yeah. You're speaking all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to know some traveling tips. Seriously, like, how do you travel efficiently? Because uh, okay, yeah. seriously, it is so difficult sometimes. Give, yeah. I'm sure okay. you've got the long no, list, I'm, I'm right? I'm top three. Number okay, one, always three. carry an extension cord. The plugs are never <laughs> ever. No, I'm not kidding. You can't charge your I phone. You can't it. plug an iron. Carry it. extension cord. Number two, carry duct tape so you can frame out your underneath the door around the window so it's uh, nice, cozy, and dark. Girl. Um, yeah, and always three, bring a backup battery charger. So I've got a list of 10. Go to my website. <laughs> I've never heard you talk about you it. Those. They're my that, favorite thing to talk about. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay. I found the right question. <laughs> found the right question. Okay. Um, I know you're on fire for the Lord. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, you, you just are so, and you like to have fun. Yes. Lots of fun. Okay. You and Robbie, what's like your favorite things to do? Okay. So we're both workaholics, but we also like to play. So we yeah. play as hard as we work. Yeah. Um, so hiking, we just came back from Hawaii. I surf for the first time. I surf Waikiki. Girl. So, yep. Proud. How long? How long did I serve? Yeah. One hour. Wow. That was done. One and done. Didn't have the abs for two hours. So, <laughs> yeah. How fun. What else do you guys like to do? Oh, anything outdoors. Oh, you like to uh, backpack. Tahoe is one of our favorites. Uh, I've never been uh, there. I'd love to go there sometime. It's actually gorgeous. Every Labor Day. That's our thing. So, really? Yeah. We Very love it. cool. Yes. Did you travel during COVID? Uh, more than I like to admit. Took a lot of flack for it. For yeah. it and I told God... I told the people, I got nasty emails about, you should not be traveling. And I said, I'm not running from my post. I'm running to my source. Oh, and I did. That's good. Year. That's good. Um, okay, last, last, uh -oh. well, I have three questions okay. actually still. You say God is searching for audacious faith. At the root of a courageous heart is internal confidence. What happens when I win, not what happens if I fail. Ooh, okay, switching that language around, like yeah. it, we've got to come from faith mm -hmm. and we're going to have the fear. I, I think sometimes we think, oh, if you have faith, you have no fear. That's yes. not true. No, I have fear all the time and I am filled with faith. <laughs> 
But I, I do have those things creep yeah. in. And then it's just, which one are you going to listen to, right? Yes. But I love the what happens when mm. I win, like yes. thinking positively about it. Yeah. I think, you know, languaging is so, instead of what happens if I fail. So yes. expand on that a little more. Yeah, I lived the first half of my life. What happens if I fail? Yeah. And then suddenly made that shift. I wrote another book about rejection, uh, embracing rejection as life's golden opportunity. Mm. And that little book went all around the world. And I think that ties in very good with us because yeah. before I would look at if I fail, then there's this amount of rejection, yeah. right? And then I looked at life, well, if I succeed, then with that comes affirmation. And I find that neither one should be our focus, yeah. right? Our, our work, our, our goal shouldn't be success or failure. Yeah. It should be, am I pleasing the Father? Yeah, and I keep coming back to that yeah. because that way it's not on me. It's yeah. success is not on me, failure is oh, not on me. Just good. please the Father. Yeah. yeah. What's the best way to follow you? Um, Instagram or TracyMitchell.com. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yes. Now it's time for our truth bomb. So oh my gosh. this is Tracy Mitchell's truth bomb, right. like heartfelt 30 yes. seconds. Oh what gosh. do you want to share? Like you want people to remember this? Okay. If I want people to remember this, um, probably the thing most memorable is what I just said about rejection, that rejection is life's golden opportunity. And so many times, especially women, they come to me and you know, this person's rejected me, this opportunity's rejected me, what do I do? And they yeah. look at rejection totally wrong. And I asked them, I said, why would you wanna drag someone into your future who's not capable of handling your now? That's good. And that's big with me. Why in the world would we try to drag opportunities or people? If you're not qualified to hang with me today and you feel comfortable leaving me today, then baby, you sure are qualified yeah. for my future. Yeah. And so once we Amen. have that mental switch and we see that rejection is not about what we're losing, yeah. but what God is literally taking bolt cutters and cutting off of us Amen. so that we can be laid at the feet of our destiny. Yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. That's my truth bomb. Woo! Hey friends, I don't want to skip over our conversation about prayer being our offensive weapon. We talk about so many powerful topics on this show and I want to reiterate this powerful tip that you can take away. One of our offensive weapons available is our prayer life. Your prayers can be messy, they can be risky, they can be praising prayers, they can be lamenting prayers, which just simply means passionate expression of grief or sorrow. So how do you talk with God in your prayer life? Pull out your office, offensive weapon of prayer and use it. Your relationship with Jesus is a two-way street. Be brave and courageous in your prayers. Do you want to experience a deeper relationship with Jesus? Join me for inspiring conversations that will equip you to walk more fully in God's purpose for your life. On my show, you'll meet a wide range of guests who are impacting the kingdom in meaningful ways every day. Check out the latest episodes only on Liftable. Last question. Yes. What advice, you're a very wise woman, mm. and I think I would regret not asking this question. Yeah. What is one last piece of advice you would just like to give to our listeners? Anything. Wow. What one do you last, want people to know? One last piece of advice. Um, if you're in a relationship, whether friendship or marriage, eradicate competition. Ooh, it good. is death to any relationship. 
And I mean, that's the one thing. You are not your spouse's competition. You are not your friend's competition. You are their compliment. Wow, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to say I'm cheering you wildly because I am cheering you wildly, Tracy. I think you're doing an amazing job. And that goes right along with what you just said. There's no reason for competition. There's yes. plenty for everyone. Yes. God came with a, he wants to give us a life of abundance yes. and a, more and more all the time. And it's like, why do we think it has to be competitive? It doesn't have to be, you know, the world is competitive, but yes. we as women mm-hmm. a, and people, it doesn't have to be just women. Yes. We are here mm. to celebrate each other and and support each other. Yes. So I'm cheering you wildly. I'm cheering you too. I'm so proud of everything God's doing in you all. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. This show was brought to you in part by Faithfully Fit and Free, CHM, and ICCI. To learn more, go to womenoffaith.com. Hi, I'm Alita Reynolds, president of Women of Faith. First of all, I simply wanna share that I believe God wants all of us to be walking victoriously with Him. I believe this because He's given us the living word, the Bible, as our guide to know what to do when we struggle in our lives. All of our resources here at Women of Faith are practical help based on biblical truth, giving you hope beyond what the world has to offer. If you or someone you care about is battling one or more of these 100 topics we have available, we have what you need to not only offer hope, but the steps you need to move forward and for breaking free from what holds you captive. I wanna give you a quick list of our resources and you may want to utilize more than one of these to get the transformation you're really looking for in your life. First of all, we have our Women of Faith classes. Do you like to learn by watching videos instead of reading? then our growing collection of classes are for you. We have a comprehensive video library that coaches and equips you to walk in victory in every area of your life. As a certified life coach with some of my most trusted friends and experts, we share our own personal journeys of our own struggles of the topic at hand and know how we've been able to overcome them. Plus, we'll help you find the tools needed for yourself. Then we have our Women of Faith show with Alita Reynolds. This show is for you if you're inspired by hearing other people's stories of overcoming their struggles to live in victory. These inspiring conversations will encourage you to live the life you're created for. You'll hear stories from guests who are impacting the world in big and small ways every day. We also have our Women of Faith Keys for Living, books and eBooks. Now these keys are great for personal study or even small group studies. The Keys for Living books provide steps to solutions so that you'll discover God's wisdom and guidance in a simple format to walk in freedom and live in victory. Now, are you ready to start reading right now? (laughs) Go ahead and download a Key for Living eBook for a complete and comprehensive guide on your chosen topic. Or would you rather read, highlight, and write in your book? Then order a print book to be delivered right to your home. Another resource available is our downloadable quick study guides. They contain excerpts from our correlating Keys for Living book to offer an immediate overview and concise answers. If you simply need somewhere to start, then start with our Key to Hope. We want to help you right away with a free gift from us. 
I'm praying for you to find what you need based on biblical truths. We care about your transformation. Whatever you're facing, your life matters, and God wants you to live in victory. Today's a great day to begin.